You're on. Good morning. Let's open in a word of prayer. Lord, we're thankful today for all that you've done and given us. We thank you for the life of Linda and Robert that today we we come to signify with their new beginning. Death has not come, but a new life has begun. We thank you, Lord, for everything you give and everything you take away. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Here of salvation, purchase of God. Born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I in my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above. Filled with His goodness, lost in His love. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown to the old rugged 
rugged cross, I will ever be true. It shame and reproach gladly bear. Then he'll call me some day to my home far away, where his glory forever I'll share. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. Linda Carol Deal Corbin, daughter of the late Theodore Ted and Ruth Durkee Deal, was born on January 3, 1941, and passed from this life into her heavenly home on July 21, 2020, in Shattuck, Oklahoma. Linda attended and graduated from Winoka Public School in 1959. In November of 1959, she married Robert Lee Corbin. They raised two children, Brad and Debbie, on their family farm near Aline, Oklahoma. Linda received her LPN nursing degree in 1980. She enjoyed her time as a nurse and loved caring for people. She was a member of the First Assembly of God Church in Winoka, Oklahoma. During her time at church, she taught Sunday school, played the piano, and sang specials. And I'll throw in, she was actually the church secretary also, so she carried a lot for us. Linda's faith and love for the Lord were a very important part of her life. She had a creative nature. Linda enjoyed crocheting, crafts, and making things for the grandchildren. She loved animals and all of God's creatures, great and small. Besides her parents, she was preceded in death by her infant son, Brian Eugene. She is survived by son Brad and wife Lori of Shattuck, Oklahoma, daughter Debbie and husband Mike Bowers of Winoka, Oklahoma, one brother, Scott and wife Deal, Brenda Deal of Iron Ridge, Wisconsin, four grandchildren, five great-grandchildren, and a host of many loving family and friends. And it's very unique to do both a couple at the same time. Uh, in between, I'll just say this. They are just feeling like they just got in heaven. <laughs> there is no time there. And the Bible says there is no tear and no sorrow. They don't even know the suffering we're going through at this time. They're dancing. And just think of Robert dancing on the streets of gold. <laughs> they are in the prime of their life at this time. Robert Lee Corbin, son of the late Charles Charlie Corbin, and Elizabeth Lizzie Lappin Corbin, 
passed from this life into his heavenly home on July 24, 2020 in Shattuck, Oklahoma. Robert attended and graduated from Winoka Public School in 1953. In November of 1959, he married Linda Deal Corbin. They raised two children, Brad and Debbie, on their family farm near Aline, Oklahoma. Robert had several jobs during his lifetime. He worked for the co-op, Lell & Sons Water Drilling, and was a ranch hand for many years for the McBride Ranch. He also was a member of the First Assembly of God Church in Winoka, Oklahoma. Robert was a simple man who always had a smile on his face and enjoyed joking around. He knew the meaning of hard work and was always willing to help out anyone who needed it. He loved to work with his hands and fix things. He enjoyed spending time with family and friends and enjoyed collecting knives and other little trinkets. Besides his parents, he was preceded in death by his infant son, Brian Eugene. He is survived by his loving son, Brad, and wife, Lori of Shattuck, Oklahoma, daughter, Debbie, and husband, Mike Bowers of Winoka, Oklahoma, one brother-in-law, Scott, and wife, Brenda Deal of Iron Ridge, Wisconsin, sister, Beulah Lill of Alva, Oklahoma, one brother, Edwin Corbin, and wife, Pat of Enid, Oklahoma, four grandchildren, five great-grandchildren, and a host of many loving family and friends. And as a pastor, I always count them as family. It's like having another set of parents. And our younger generations need to learn these older folks have a lot to teach. And we were able to learn from them. They were faithful. Whenever I rolled in from Enid for the last 12 years to pastor the church here in Winoka, that car would be there on the corner every week when they were physically able to be here. They were faithful and on time. Linda did a lot in the church. Like I said, she, she played the piano, was a church secretary, taught Sunday school, did everything we needed her to do, was a prayer warrior, but I cannot count out Robert. He was faithful there. Might not look like he did much, but I know he was praying for us and everything. He was a lot smarter than probably he let on. A little bit stubborn. When we built the handicap ramp at church, he would not use it. He always went down the steps. <laughs> but that's just how people are. We just got to take them how they are. I love them like they were my parents. I was, I was, uh, I gained by having known them and been around them. They were helpful whenever I needed anything done and stuff. And now I can just praise the Lord that they are in heaven. When the term is said, they're in a better place, that doesn't always apply. You have to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior to enter the gates of heaven. They knew Jesus. They are in a better place today. Thank you. Pushing, dragging me along. I climb and 
claw and cling to keep my balance. I dangle from a precipice, not daring to breathe, for fear I will slip into the abyss. I dash headlong down roads, gasping for air and rest and reason. I meander among silent forests, lost in thoughts of nothing much as I travel and look for a path ahead. I strain against the winter wind that cuts through the canyon of my weariness. I coast along and enjoy the view, appreciating beauty at my feet. I conquer peaks and discover secrets found and lost before. I warm with hope and exhilaration at surprising turns the road has taken. I laugh and cry and question as I try to comprehend my way. I know where I have been, but the way before me is a mystery. I know only sometimes joy, sometimes pain, always the journey. It's often said, life is a journey. And perhaps that sounds like a cliche, but in reality, it's true. Life is not static. It is not standing still. The minutes, the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, the years, they're all moving. From the moment we're born, our life is a journey. And we are going somewhere. And the question is, where? For Robert and, Robert and Linda Corbin, the earthly journey has come to an end. But for those of us who stay behind, the journey continues. So I would like to consider with you for the next few moments some thoughts about life's journey. Robert and Linda had a journey of 85 and 79 years, respectively. On their journey, they made choices. They chose the roads they would take. They chose the turns they would make. They chose where they would stop along the way. They chose when they would move on. They chose when to turn around. At every step on their journey, they made choices. And at every step on their journey, they were defined by the choices they made. Had their journey ended anywhere along the way, the road they had chosen, the turns they had made, the places they had stopped, the decisions to move on, the decisions to turn around would have defined them at that moment their journey ended. Robert and Linda were the people they chose to be on their journey. Now it's true, life gives us things we didn't ask for or want. And life sometimes simply isn't fair. For many, this reality is all the excuse they need for living as they do and acting as they do. I can't help the way I am, they think, they say. And they blame some other per person or the circumstances that they encounter for who they are on their journey. But what they fail to accept is the truth that every day they have the power to choose. 
We cannot always choose what life will bring, but we always have the power to choose what we will do with what life brings. And it is these choices we make on the journey that determine who we are. Robert and Linda Corbin chose to walk in the way of the Lord, to trust in Him, and let His Word be a lamp unto their feet. They chose to make the journey with their hand in His. I would ask you to consider this morning, if your journey were to end tomorrow, are you the person you want to be? You can choose, you know. Robert and Linda had a long and fulfilling journey. And there were those who followed them on much of that journey. There is, however, not one of us who really sees all the journey of another. Children, as they become old enough to be aware, observe the journey of their parents and they feel that they know them. But in truth, they only know in part. They did not see the journey before they were born. And when they grow and leave home, there is yet more they will not see. And parents, too, see only a portion of the journey their children make. The only one who sees it all and can truly know and understand is the one who created us. The, psalm, the psalmist speaks of this when he writes, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up, you understand my thought from afar. You scrutinize my path and my lying down, even before there was a word in my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all. Where can I go from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? For you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. My frame is not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. And in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me, when yet there was not one of them. Robert and Linda knew their creator. And they knew that they were known by him. And so they sought to walk faithfully in his eyes. Yet, while it is true, no one can truly know all the journey that has shaped our hearts and our souls. It is also true that no journey goes unnoticed. For life is a succession of moments. And except for the moments we are all alone, we live out those moments before the eyes and the ears of those who are around us in those moments. And in those moments, we are noticed. What we say, what we do, how we act, what we take, what we give, what we care about, what we hate, what we honor, what we disdain, whom we befriend, whom we ignore, whom we help, whom we turn away, whom we love. 
who we are in that moment is noticed and remembered. And in every moment, we have the power to choose who we will be and what others will see. Robert and Linda's journey has come to an end. The choices they made on their journey not only defined who they were, but also touched the lives of people who shared the many moments of their journey. And life is like that. People can talk about how unfair life is to them, but how unfair is it to have the opportunity to touch someone's life with love and encouragement, to build someone up, to touch them with tenderness, to reach out in compassion, to show them the love of God and fail to do so? I admit I barely knew Robert and Linda, but in the moments when our journeys crossed, I was struck by their gentleness, their kindness, their encouragement, and most of all, by their love for God. And they left fingerprints on my life. I found another one today, and I was once again surprised to know the gracious words of a friend were heard, and though unnoticed up till then, I saw clearly where it had been left by someone long ago. The words of kindness given me had caused reflection upon my days, and gazing down, I suddenly found the memory of someone very kind who had touched this life of mine and left the trait now praised. Sometimes I fancy I'm a self-made man, but the folly cannot sustain. When I open the door, I cannot ignore what I see so clearly upon my heart. People who touched my life in part and whose fingerprints remain. When I stand before God, I hope not for great deeds the Father might find. I want the surprise when I hear of the lives I have touched when I was unaware, the joy of discovery that I was there, leaving my fingerprints behind. Your life is a journey. You've been given the power to choose what you will do with the journey. You do not know what life will bring, but you also do not know when the journey will end. So, Choose wisely, walk hand in hand with your Creator, let His light guide your steps, so that not only will the moments of your journey leave behind the fingerprints of God's love, but at the end of your journey, He will take your hand and lead you into His home, where you will live forever in wondrous beauty. You see, our God is like a gardener, and we are the seeds he plants. In the fertile ground of his creation, we take root and grow. With gentle love, he tends us, feeding, watering, pruning, until the flower lifts its head and for a brief but beautiful moment in time. But the plant is fragile and the elements begin to take their toll. 
In another moment, the flower fades, the stem weakens, and the petals fall. Yet, the faithful gardener is not finished. Reaching down, he sifts the silent flower, and there from its darkened petals, he takes back the seed of life. And in his hand, he carries it into his house, where it forever grows with beauty before unknown. Pray with me, please. Our Heavenly Father, you know our hearts feel an emptiness that was once filled with the presence of Robert and Linda. But we also know that they are now in your presence and so we rejoice with them. But as we move on from this moment in our journey, may we, like Robert and Linda, choose to make each moment of our journey a step closer to your everlasting presence. Lead us forward now, and may we follow to the end of the journey. And it is in your Son's name we ask. Amen. not to pick up a obituary there are some here on the table and I believe following this we are going somewhere there's a dinner for the family at the Chamber of Commerce in Winoka okay a dinner for the family at the Chamber of Commerce here in Winoka thank you <laughs>